What is up, Clitorati, and all our pleasure seekers out there? Welcome to another episode of Pleasure Positive Living by Clit Talk. So you all write into us, and we know that many, if not all of you, at one point or another have had a dry spell in the bedroom. <gasps> Never. <laughs> Not true. You have it either with, or at least I have with myself or in my personal pleasure practice or with my partner, for those of you who have partners. So today we are excited to have a special guest with us. You may have heard Lindsay and Madison on her podcast, The Curious Girl Diaries. It's dope. Check it out. She is bringing the sexy back after a long dry spell, three and a half years. And then she made an ultimate sex bucket list and has been checking it off and hopping on the air to tell all the details. So please welcome the self-described Pitbull in Panties, Layla London. Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> Where did you get Pitbull in Panties? I haven't used that one. I don't one. know. I haven't dropped that one in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I think, Lindsay, you found that one. I dug deep I for it. I lo- it stuck out did. to me. <laughs> Maybe I was insta. Maybe I was stalking you, Google stalking you. No, yeah, I'm so excited. We were catching up a little bit before the episode, and you said you have a lot of stories for us, which I'm very excited to dive into. But first, I have to ask, why three and a half years of no sex? I know. I don't have a good answer, you guys. It's just, I think, what happens to a lot of women at different points in our life. We get really hyper focused on certain things. You can lose yourself in a lot of, in a myriad of things. For me, it was my business and Mm. I just got all consumed with it. And my work really became my lover and my porn. And that's all I wanted to do was focus on that and just slay those dragons. And I felt like anything and everything that could take me away from that, I just didn't want anything to do with. And so I slowly just shut down my my personal life and sexuality and all that. And then I woke up one day and said, what the fuck am I doing? I am wasting the pretty. I got to get out there, throw this shit around. People need to see this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wait, so I have to ask. So did you, so you said no like sex, but were you masturbating during those three and a half years? Yeah, I did. I masturbated. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. It wasn't just not... I was like, what are the ramifications of no orgasms for three and a half years? I feel like someone would go oh, crazy. I I think you'd be backed up. Yeah, you definitely... <laughs> definitely. No. Well, it's interesting, though. I wasn't... I was masturbating and all that, but it was just more mechanical. It wasn't like... Because it was spurred on by hot, sexy encounters or stuff I had just done or things that I was thinking about and wanting to do. It was more just, my body's telling me I'm horny. Okay, let me go rub one out. And it wasn't, I wasn't making love to myself like I do now. Mm -hmm. Either someone's going to worship my body or I'm going to worship it. Okay. Okay, great. Okay. So then, so tell us about the transition from the three and a half years to where you are now. How did we get from point A to point B? What was the transition? I feel like you almost had a declaration or an aha moment, as Oprah would say. I did. My aha (laughs) moment was coming out of the shower and you're drying yourself off, you're checking yourself out in the mirror. And I was like, looking good. Looking, just doing the 360. And I, it just dawned on me, like nobody has touched me in three and a half years. And I all of a sudden just realized in that instance, like I need some touch. I need physical connectivity. And where is it and why have I shut it out? And so from there, I 
quickly assessed, I've got a problem. Yeah, I put my business hat on. It was like, you've got a problem and we got to fix it. How are we going to do this? What are the action steps? What's our time frame? How are we going to measure this? And I just <laughs> You had a plan. <laughs> literally laid out a plan and executed on it. And about 10 days later, I had broken my dry spell. Ooh, that's amazing. Yeah. I, and so for anyone who's listening right now, who may be going through a bit, I'm, we've all gone through dry spells. I know I have. What is your best advice to start to be more empowered around this if they're going through a dry spell? Like, how did you break it in just 10 days? What was your process? You got to jump in the deep end. You got, as as much as I love to hate them, you got to get on the dating apps. Like, you got to go mm. where the people that want to break their dry spell too, or <laughs> help you break oh, yeah. their dry spell. Like, where am I going to find the highest concentration of people that are going to want to help me with this problem? And they're on dating apps. I feel like, yeah, that definitely when I was newly single, I wanted to be a freak. I went on field and I was having sex with it a week. <laughs> I am. See, I'm loving field. I, oh yes. God, that's I, like, I think it's the best one. I, it's cool because I feel like, so field is, it's basically, I feel like it's a dating app, but it's a filter for people who are sex positive or yes. there's so many different acronyms on it. What does this mean? Like ADA and GHP. No, that's yeah. a drug, but different like acronyms. I had to look up what so many of them were when I was on. I had no idea what they were. Yeah. Isn't it the app that's good for poly relationships or is that not true? I mean, yeah, that's one thing you can use it for, but it's also just for people who have a specific kink, I would say, or looking for a, like a threesome, like it's just more sex positive or people who are looking for like, I've seen everything on there. It's just, people are more open. I say about exactly what they're looking for sexually. Like they're just more sex positive, I think. That's cool. I don't know. What was that? Was that your experience too, Layla? (laughs) I am still experiencing it. (laughs) I was loving it. I was experiencing quite a lot today. I love. Oh really? Oh, I love field. Yeah, I really do. It's been a great source for me. Oh my god, I would love to. What is your? I would love to know your field biography. Like what? Like I feel like you're such an expert. Yes. Okay. I'll read it. What does your bio line say? I want to hear this. What is my? I was just waiting for someone to pop up on her screen and be like, there's actually someone down here pleasuring me now. No. Oh my God. I have one of my, <laughs> one of my guys wants to do that. And I'm like, I'm going to, but I'm not going to do that on a guest episode. I'll do it on my Tuesday solo oh episode. He can assist. How have we never done this? You guys have Isn't someone go down idea? during an episode. We- yeah. My little subby boy wants to do it. Subby boy. Subby boy. boy. Oh, yes. I have a subby boy now. I have, I'm in a thruple. There's all kinds of fun stuff going on with me. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun to be the guest star. Yes. I love being the guest star. Okay. So here's what it says it says, uh, oops. Okay. Here we go. Let me scroll. Sorry. It's not very long, but it seems okay. I've been exploring sexually for seven years now. I love connecting with people who are open and looking to explore more too. I prefer ongoing friends with benefits with people that live locally. I enjoy exploring in and out of the bedroom. And even though it can be casual, I still crave connecting on a deeper level. Nothing is sexier than exploring someone's mind. So it's good to have one. Always staying surface level is safe, but let's be honest, it's boring. I started my sexual exploration a while back after a three and a half year dry spill. I document all of my adventures on my podcast, The Curious Girl Diaries. I'm constantly scratching things off my bucket list and seeing where those experiences take me and how they've changed me. It's been quite a journey. I've tried a lot and there's still so much more to do and experience. So I, so don't be shy. Reach out. I'm a lot of fun and easy to talk to. I'm pretty new to Florida, so I'm sure there's lots you can show, you can 
you could show me. I'm 5'10", so taller men really excite me. Let's have some fun. Please don't come right out of the gate and ask to see more of me. My pictures are current, and I'm not here to add to random dudes' spank banks. Oh, my God. Wow. That is so specific. I, I mean, love wow. it. If I was a man that was 5'10", I'd swipe right all day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 5'10 or taller. <laughs> I know. You said 5'10 or taller. I was going to say that before I, you put that specification in. Yeah. What a bio. And leaving the audience wanting more. Thank That's you. That's the end. You can show me. Come on. Yeah. What, I, what I love you about that, me what I love about that bio too is like we talk about being as specific as you can when asking for what you want. And yeah. I love that. Like what if we all just approached dating or even our relationships with that level of specificity, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you have yeah. to put on there what you'd like and also what, you know, politely what you're not interested in. So it just helps. It's like, I just want to, I just want the highest probability of connecting with the right people. And so mm. a good bio will really help you do that. And then a bad one, then you're just going to get a lot of mismatches and things. Yeah. In life. Clarity is so important. Okay. So in your bio, you do mention, and I feel you are the queen of the sex bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what, how do, so for our listeners that want to create their own, I want to know some of the wildest things you checked off your bucket, your sex bucket list. And how do we make our own like killer sex bucket list? I feel like I need to do that really, honestly. There's so many things I want to try even inside of my even though I'm in a relationship, there's so many things I want to try, like Tantra, all this stuff. It's, yeah. I think we can get complacent unless we are constantly reminding ourselves to push our edges. Yes. Yes. Okay. The bucket list is ongoing. I always update it and change it. And just doing these things or putting myself in scenarios to actually cross these things off my list creates 10 more things usually that I didn't know that I would be into that now I'm into. So that's always the fun part. That, that as long as I've been at this, it never gets old, it never gets stale because you're constantly discovering just new little secrets about yourself and things that maybe didn't turn you on last year now are your, like your favorite things. This just really helps you to be open and in the right frame of mind. But I think, did you ask what was on the list? Pre- yeah, yeah. So I want to know what's been on your list. What are some of the wildest things you've actually checked I, off your list? <laughs> I feel like people always ask me that, but it's everybody knows what's out there, right? It's not yeah, like I've true. invented some, I haven't discovered some newfangled, really out there stuff. But for okay. me, it was my biggies on my list were threesomes. And mm. I wanted to fist somebody. I wanted to get into BDSM. This was in the very beginning. Like I wanted to get into BDSM. I wanted to go to a sex party. And what else? Did, oh, so I wanted to learn how to squirt. And I did, I've done most of that with the exception of the male, female, male. I still, I almost had that this past weekend you mean a threesome where there's two girls and one guy no i've had two girls and one guy i've had i want the male female male two guys oh it's two guys and a girl i've yes. done that it's pretty yeah fun. yeah <laughs> i need that in my life yeah and some it's, worship uh, it being worshipped yes. and like by multiple people not one person but multiple people worshiping where you just do nothing i want to be the star of the show <laughs> Honestly, I'm. What do I want to do for my birthday this year? And I'm like four guys, one girl, <gasps> a hotel yes. room, and I'm just four or five guys, and they're all just. We really create sacred boundaries. I don't know. I don't. I've never even asked, said that out loud. I can't believe I just said that. I, <laughs> just to meet you in that playing field when you said sex bucket list, and we know that you are 
really notorious for the sex bucket yes. list lifestyle. I was thinking about mine before the episode. I'm like, what is mine? Because I feel like I am the, out of the three of us hosts on the show, that really is, it's never a shocker when I do something. Right. Oh, you've sugar's done that. <laughs> yeah. oh, of course she yeah, has. Yeah. But I haven't shared this one yet. I'm very excited. I would like to experience a sexual experience with an expert facilitator of knife play. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I, like, hence the like expert facility. Right. I don't want to try this with my husband. <laughs> no. Not clear. I don't want to. He's a novice. You don't want Austin throwing knives at your head? No. <laughs> I'm good on that. Yeah. I'm good on that. But I would like someone highly trained with knives to work with me in a very sacred container. And I would like to experience that. God, that would be so hot. Wow. Oh. Yeah. See, okay. Very. See, I think this is good for people to talk about their sex bucket list with each other because already I have three things to add to mine. Yeah. I'd fisting, never done it. Uh, now I wait, but did you do it to a woman or a man or both? I did it to a man. I want to meet him. Yeah. Oh, he's hot. He's hot as fuck. <laughs> and he's just, I want you to do this. Will you do this? I'm like, yeah. And it was amazing. I've never seen a man orgasm like that. I wasn't even touching his penis. I was just in there just like <laughs> it was oh my God. the pleasure that I was giving him. It was so erotic, like that I was the wow. giver of all of that. And like I said, I've never seen a man's body react like that. It it's crazy. It's and it's powerful and it's hot. Yeah. Wow. And I never would have thought I, that would be on my radar, but yeah. And I got to say any man that identifies as straight that will take any item or body part up the butt becomes so much hotter to me. There's something about yeah. I feel like there's a level of spirituality that a straight man <laughs> to be into ass play yes yeah. it's a level of katie's of, very spiritual of what is very spiritual of, um, shamanic self, in a way yeah, exactly. it's very, <laughs> to me that represents like someone who is fully self-actualized a lot of That's guys very hot. a lot of guys really are into ass play they love it yeah I'm not finding that on my sex paid adventures. I'd love to link up with you. Did you say Florida? Where I in Florida? I love, I went to UN actually. We need to go to Miami, Madison, I, and have yes. a sex weekend. I, can I have a, can, I, we, uh, can we be wing women? And I swear to you. Show me listen, the town. I swear this. More ass lovers per capita in Miami than anywhere. <laughs> I'll, help me make my field account. I'll make my field account. We'll go out. Yes. We'll be like a duo. Is it, maybe we should pitch the governor. Miami, the ass lovers capital of the United States. <laughs> Not just for More than just ass play. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's deeper than that. It's transcended. The fisting capital of the United States. <laughs> Is it transcended or transcended? Tra I don't know. <laughs> transcended. Ascendant. Katie, you're awfully quiet over there. What's something you want to yeah. you want to do? What's something you have on your bucket list that you I haven't mean, done I mean, I feel like it's still on my bucket list. I still want to go to a dungeon. Oh. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, We've, I haven't done it yet. We've been talking about that one for a minute now. I know. That's why I'm like, I don't even want to say it because I feel like I mentioned this year. Are you going to go on the show? I don't know. Are they still open? Is the armory in San Francisco still available for rent where you can rent their dungeons and, and then actually shoot a video in there? It's where they used to shoot all the porn. I don't know. I can ask. I don't know my fiance is from that. the San Francisco area. We live okay. in Los Angeles, so that's six hours from us. But 
I think it might be worth a trip up north if they do. I, I think I, mean, I think you still can. I think they will rent out their old porno sets. And so if you yeah. want a dungeon, they have a dungeon. And then they actually, you can go in there with a partner and film it. Wow, like with a professional I, crew I, or you bring your own cameras? I, I think they have different options. I think you can, the room just has a camera or you can have the crew. Okay, see, that really would be, be fun. A, that would Katie, be fun. I really want to be a fly on the wall in a dungeon watching scenes yeah. Yeah. of other people doing things. I'm not really interested in participating. I just want to experience having gone to one. Yeah. Yeah. They have. Although a- I could see you and your hubby in your own, like, spouse porno in renting out your own dungeon <laughs> together. I don't. That, yeah, does not. That doesn't bring you pleasure. No. That does not. This sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> I just want to show up and leave and enjoy myself <laughs> while I'm there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Layla, on your podcast, you tell all sorts of juicy stories of your sexcapades and everything. Yeah. Would you mind sharing like a sneak preview of one of your favorite stories you've ever told? Oh my God. So people can get a flavor for your, oh my God. your wild side. My favorite story. <laughs> just, okay. Pro- oh, this episode's not out yet. Here's a sneaky, here's, a, okay. This has just happened recently. I don't know. I can't say that's my favorite, but this okay. is just amazing. Like, I feel so, I laugh at myself, the stuff I get into. So I have this guy that I see who's just hot as shit, like pro soccer player, 6'2", and he lo- he is my submissive, and he loves to have, have me beat his ass, have me put his butt plug in, tease and deny him, make him wear a cock cage. The other day he comes over and he has the cock cage on and I'm teasing him so much and he's so turned on and he's so excited. And I just love watching it all stuffed in that cage. Cause I wait, know wait, wait, for anyone who's like, wait, it, what exactly is a cock cage? Is that like yeah, a I cock know ring? What's a no. cock cage? No, <laughs> Madison. It's an no, actual, no, no, no. it goes. Is that thing with spikes? No, it okay. goes, no, it goes around your, it oh goes around their God. balls. Okay. And then there's a small caged part that goes over their penis. That's a lot smaller than their penis. So they have to put it on with soft and then they're, and then you lock them in that and they give you the key. Oh, and as they get erect, then it's squished in so there. So when they're erect, it becomes very uncomfortable. And some guys live like that they'll live in chastity like that for an extended period of time we we just put I just make him do it sometimes as a task when he's not around or I don't want him to touch himself because he can't he has to I'm the only one that can make him come he has to ask for permission and and so I do a lot Katie's she likes that (laughs) like I ruined an orgasm last night I was like I'm gonna ruin it you can't have an orgasm but I'll give you the pressure release so anyway, so the cock cage, so he comes over, he's just, he's horny as hell. He loves to go down on me. He just really loves to basically service my pussy. Like that's okay. his big thing. And put the cock cage on and just be turned on. He got, he got such an angry heart on. He was so turned on. He broke the cage and this is, oh. it broke. He's all three of our mouths just dropped open right now. I know. And I was just like, that, that's really impressive, Layla, to have all three of us. Re- We've been doing this for seven years. All three of us were just rendered speechless. I know. I'm like, I am that good. <laughs> Damn. I've never even heard of this I'll before. This doesn't happen very often. I'll make a man. I thought I'd heard it all. 
I know. I can make a man bust through a cock cage for me. That's how bad he wants to be. I'm honestly, Layla, why is that not your bio on Fields? <laughs> cock cages everywhere. Yeah. Left and right. <laughs> I live in the I live in the fisting capital of the world and I can make your dick bust through a cock cage. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Mic drop. There you go. Wow. Yeah. I'm wow. honored to be in your I'm, presence. Yeah. I know. I'm blown. I'm just, my mind is I mean, And you should see this guy. This is what kills me. He loves it. Loves this shit. Oh. And I pinwheel his cock. I pinwheel his balls. I squeeze. When he's like getting really close to coming, I'll squeeze him and be like, don't you dare. Don't you come. You are not allowed to come without my permission. And you don't have it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I just. So I have a question. Yeah. How did you find your dom or did your dom find you? Like, how does it work? I'm sorry, your sub. You got me all backwards. She, I'm backwards right she's now. She's like, I'm the I dom. Want it. Yes, Madison, stop touching want, yourself till the interview's over. I know. <laughs> but how did you find your sub or did your sub find you? I'm interested. Yeah. This is now on my sex yes, list. I, on fields. On field, and Great. he, I, there's a, you'll, they're out there. I see a lot of them. The guys that are like pegging or whatever. If you read that, those guys, they like the female-led relationships. They like that stuff. Not every, not all of them, but you're getting warm when you're on it. When you see pegging and their likes, yeah. Oh my God, Field should be sponsoring this episode. <laughs> I keep meaning, I'm not, no shit, guys. I keep meaning to reach out to them because I mention their app all the time. I'm like, they better fucking sponsor me. They should start paying us for this shit. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. I love this. You, I would say, like, in your journey, something you talk about is really enhancing you've become somewhat of an expert of enhancing your own sexual satisfaction. So let's talk about ways that our listeners or ways that you have learned that really enhance your sexual satisfaction or some like techniques that you have found to really make a difference during sex or masturbation. For honestly, it's going to sound really basic and boring, but good old fashioned communication really just being, and that that's something that you can really do from a one-sided perspective, as long as you're the one that's putting it out there and this is what I like and do this and you're vocalizing during sex and connecting, that takes it from it's okay to a, a freaking 10. And usually mm. I find, you know, that if you're leading that or you start opening the door to that, most people are super responsive to it and they just love it. And you make it so easy to, for it to just flow back and forth. Yeah. I so you're like giving permission and modeling behavior. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And it instantly puts the other person at ease, especially if they're not going to be a little bit, if they're not going to be the one that kind of has that conversation or is always in that mm -hmm. mode because I'm doing it. I really firmly believe that's why I'm having such great sex. For sure. Yeah. And so let me ask you, because I'm, we've talked about the erotic blueprints before. I'm a very kinky person. Were you this kinky before we call it like your se this second sexual debut that you've had this last seven years. Were you this kinky inside of your sex life before this? No, no. So no. did you, cause I think when it comes to kinky stuff like this, there's, there can be a lot of shame that people need to work through to be honest yeah. about how kinky they are. Yes. What can you share your process of, having done that and getting to a place where you're this empowered around your kinkiness. 
Yeah. I find what I found, it was by accident, but what I found was having the bucket list Mm. helped me so much because not only did it help me focus on, first of all, get excited about what my little mission was and help me stay focused on what it was that I wanted to do. But it was really a tool that I could use with partners and it's an icebreaker. So when you Mm. say, Hey, like on your profile, I've got a bucket list. That's, it's such an easy question for people to start with. And then you can say, this is what I want to do. And then that other person says, oh my gosh, either they'll say, I've always wanted to do that. Let's do that together. Or I've always, I'm very good at that. I do that a lot. I can help you with that. I can lead you through that. So you're either going to find the person that you both are trying it for the first time together, or they know a little bit more about it and they can lead you through it. Oh, that's great. I yeah. love, so you actually maybe show the list. Hey, it's like a menu. Does anything appeal to you on this? <laughs> I so I will sometimes say if I'm if I want to focus, like these are the things I'm really looking to cross off. I'll mm. put my top three. That helps again, like I said, draw the right people to me who are I already know, yeah, they're gonna want to go do this. And it almost holds you accountable as well right? Having it written down and on a list, you can say, okay, this is the next highest priority on my sex bucket list and actually create the opportunities for that. Because if we're unaware, we talk a lot about how clarity is one of the biggest things in turning your desires into a reality, taking the time to actually sit down and say, okay, what are my sex bucket list priorities is really great. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for exactly for all those reasons you said, and it was like, that's what I always did in business. Like, how how am I going to get anything accomplished if I don't know where I'm steering the ship? I need to know where I'm going with this. So that really helps me just zero in on it and putting it, like you said, putting it down on paper, it's super powerful. It's there it is. Yes. I want these things. I wrote them down and now they're starting to come to me and manifest. Okay. So now knowing some of the things you have crossed off, now I'm dying to know what are some of the things you have not crossed off yet that you really are your top priorities right oh now? Oh my gosh. Just really, for the most part, that male, female, male. Yeah. Damn yeah, yeah. it. I just had a miss, a near miss last week. And I really thought it was going to happen. I was like, damn it. I actually left, be- left because I was like, this is not right for me. Uh-uh, I'm out of oh, here. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Mine, mine was at Burning Man. So it was, it was actually one of the first sexual experiences I had with my now fiance. I had like traumatic experiences before. And he thought that this could be, there was this super hot, young 20 something guy. And Mm -hmm. you're the most beautiful girl I've seen at Burning Man. It's a line. It worked. We were in the orgy (laughs) dome 20 minutes later. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But it was an incredibly healing experience. I think if you can find the right people for male, male, female, threesome, and and you're all co-aligned and you have that communication, it was an incredibly healing experience for me, to be honest, which I, it, because you got to be like she said, Madison said, worshipped and the one that Mm -hmm. was the center, there was respect involved and yeah. Yeah. I feel like honestly, there's been some interesting healing caveats to my throuple and Mm. that's been, I've to experience sex with another person there and that, that, that three people energy exchange. Whoa. I mean, it's powerful, so sexy and just like, uh, I love it. It really has amplified my experiences and also seeing the dynamic between them and the, the, 
just they're so solid. Their relationship is enviable. And mm. and I love that because I love that I get to see how they're doing it because someday when I have a regular partner, I would love to have those options available and I want to make sure that I'm doing I'm tracking it the right way and I'm lucky that I get them as my mentors and yeah oh my gosh okay so what what would you say are your top one or two takeaways from a couple wanting to invite a threesome into their relationship that what do they do that is so solid number one it's like they're nothing is separate they want a relationship with me as in the thruple and then they also want to date me separately which is very fun so I feel Mm. very yeah I feel very special and wanted not just like this accessory to help spice things up. It's actually, we've agreed it takes three yeses and only one no on something that we're, yeah, that we're real clear on our boundaries. And because I'm single about how I, how we're all going to respect and protect each other's sexual health. And the last thing is that we're, everything is transparent and on the table as far as we only have a group text. So we don't, text each other separately. There's no option for, to invite miscommunication or anything like that. And again, that just makes, it just makes everything feel really fun. And then the last thing is that we all love to tease each other when someone's not there. That's very fun. That's fun. We love to sit. It's like, I'm, Hey, I'm fucking your fiance. Watch this. (laughs) Quote of the episode. Hey, I'm fucking your fiance. Watch this. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's great. Madison, Katie, do you guys have anything that you're dying to ask Layla? I'm just curious. Like, I don't, I, uh, this is my first time meeting you. So yeah. what is like your season of life? Like you just mentioned that you're single. Do you have kids? Have you been married? What is, what is, cause you're having the sexual deba- debut. Yeah. You were really thrown into work for three and a half yeah. years before that. What is your like status? I guess is, I'm just so curious yeah. to live this type of lifestyle. Yeah. I'm single. And mm-hmm. I, so I give, so I don't give too many details about my, my, my other, I guess, life, if you want to call it like my real life, because okay. I've been able to stay anonymous this whole time. So, You're anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. See. So that's, I just try to keep too many general details are fine, but so I'm single and I have been fortunate enough to, I was in an industry that did very, I did very well with it and I'm pretty much retired now. So I just get to, I get the benefit <laughs> <Yeah>. of, Yeah. <laughs> I get the benefit of focusing on this full time and yeah, and it really has been such an incredible gift. I can't believe all of the lessons and just ways that I've changed and grown by focusing on just my sex life because of course it's a sort of a super highway to really learn about yourself and get straight with your shit really fast (laughs) because nothing makes Mm -hmm. you feel or can make you feel more vulnerable than than sex and being naked and all that with Mm -hmm. another person or with a lot of people (laughs) yeah absolutely that's very well said that's amazing I just have one question I would like to ask before we hop out of here. So our organization is called Pleasure Positive Living. What does this mean to you? You definitely live a life full of pleasure and your relationship to pleasure, I feel like we've talked a lot about, is very free. But what does Pleasure Positive Living mean to you and how do you see yourself living a pleasure positive life? Yeah, good question. I think we're all, what I love about everybody that I've met in our sex positive and sex and especially female sex podcasters is I think we're all after the same thing. I think we want to, and I hate to say it in this term because it sounds so 
plain, but really normalize sex and sexuality and get to hopefully a place where we're all okay with talking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I hope that, let's say, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, somebody's stumbles across, some young kids stumble across our podcast and because their grandmothers listened and they're saying, oh my God, that show is, that, those, that's so boring what they talk about. Come on, it's so average and normal now that we just discuss this stuff. There's no sizzle to it. And that mm-hmm. everything is just out there and comfortable and it's all good. It's all okay. Whatever floats your boat. And that's really what I hope what we're doing brings about. And that to me was what Pleasure Positive Living is all about. Amen. Very well said. Layla, this is so much fun. Madison is looking at flights right now so we can come out and visit you in Florida. I swear (laughs) to God, please do. Do you know how much fun, like... Oh, we would have so much fun. And if you're ever in LA, seriously hit us up. Oh, yes. No, I'm going to my first sex party in two years, Saturday. It's a a sober sex party and like where they do like a bunch of tantric exercises before. Uh So it's a very different type of party than I've ever been to. I'm very excited. So that'll be fun. If you want to come to one of those when you come out here. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Layla, tell our listeners who I'm sure are all wondering, where can they listen to your podcast? How can they follow you? How can they keep in touch? You got any fun goodies for them? How do they get a piece of Layla London? Oh, by the way, when I Googled you, you know, a porn star comes up. (laughs) I know because there's a porn star. A lot. (laughs) I know there's a porn star named Layla London. Yeah. That's hysterical. (laughs) I tell really quickly. I'll tell this story. Like, that was picked out by a partner of mine in the very, very beginning of the early years of the Curious Girl Diaries. I did not know it was a porn star's name. Like you guys changed your name for whatever, like the things you yeah. just wish you knew that you only found out halfway through. It's like shit. And yeah, and I get, so I get shadow banned sometimes for it because I get oh. associated with that. And I'm not the porn star and I don't do porn. Yes, uh, no, no, she's not. Nothing. I can attest. I know what she really looks like. She's not the porn star. I've yep. I watched some of the porn. It's not her. <laughs> Yeah, nothing against, hey, I'm all for the ethical porn and all that. Knock yourselves out, but yeah, yeah it's not me. Anyway, but where you can find me is, the, I just tell, keep it easy, guys. The curious, Go to my website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com. From there, you can scroll to the bottom of the homepage, click to all, link to all my social medias. I love it if you leave me a voicemail. There's a pink tab on the right-hand side of my website where you can just get five minutes. Let me know what you think, questions, comments. I get back to everybody personally. And then I also have a free sex bucket list tutorial. So if you you're interested in learning how to put together a sex bucket list, it's right there for you. And it'll take you about 45 minutes and you'll definitely walk away with at least five good, good things and you'll be off and running. And then lastly, my podcast is plays wherever you listen to podcasts. It's the Curious Girl Diaries. Just type it in, Google it, or search for it wherever you listen to your favorite shows and make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Perfect. Amazing. Thank you so much, Layla. It was so much fun having you on. We definitely have to hang out either in Miami or Los Angeles. And yes, it'd be so much fun. Thank you Um, so much. With that, pleasure seekers, we will see you next Tuesday.